it is time to preach. And I'm preaching to you because some people need to hear this. Have you ever been to a sermon or gathering and when someone is telling you certain things, you feel it piercing into your soul? That's exactly how I feel today. I would want to bring to you something very important about how overwhelm comes to affect many moms in society and what we as mothers can do about it. I am Dr. Dini, a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. And today I am also your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show with Dr. Dooney. So if you've not already, click on the button, subscribe, and share this with other moms, because this episode is going to be one that transfers your overwhelm, sorts it out, and brings you into a place where you feel empowered and not depleted. Remember, well-being is not just about the body, but about the mind, the spirit, and the soul. And I'm going to start from the spiritual point of view. And for that reason, I'm going to start with a spiritual text. This is a text from the book of the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6. For those who know it, I'm sure you can say it with me. But for those who don't, or perhaps you don't read such text, that's fine. This is not a religious discussion. It is a concept that is to be adopted as a life concept. And it goes thus, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. I bring this passage to you because I have heard this said to me many times, but only recently did it register in my spirit that there are so many things that we worry about, whereas there are just a few we need to focus on that would move us from a state of overwhelm, a state of frustration, a state of depletion and exhaustion to a place where we are empowered as mothers. And I will start with the first thing. First thing that was said was be careful for nothing. And of course, I have used the King James Version, but in other versions, you would hear that the interpretation of that is that you should not worry. Now, what's the one thing that many mothers do? We worry. Do not worry for anything. I have found myself in situations where I have been a worrying mother. When I wake up in the morning, I start to think, oh, have I got this for the children? Have I got this for myself? Have I forgotten this? Oh, I hope I don't forget that. And that's is a recipe for disaster because you are not only awakening the emotional low vibrations, but you are awakening the panic part of your mind that goes, okay, it's time for survival. It's focused on survival, not thriving. And as a mother, if you would want to ensure your overall well-being, having that panic worry is not the best for you. And so, when I found myself in that position where I was feeling panicked and worried, I found myself depleted. I recall a particular day I was taking my children to school and that day I was also going to work. And the day 
was going to start early because my division in medicine had been on call overnight and had admitted a lot of patients. As a result, I, who was not on call the night before, needed to get there on time to make sure that things ran smoothly. So I woke up, it was winter, it was cold, and I got my children ready. Now, the first thing was, when I woke up in the morning, my normal routine would have just been to hit my phone, the play button, to play songs of gratitude and spiritual upliftment. But today, I didn't. That day, I was just feeling very angry, feeling very sad. I still could not understand what God meant, meant by ensuring that to that I, I mean, that the, putting me through this, I felt like, why did I have to lose my father? Why was my father no longer here? Why could I not just pick up my phone and say, hello, daddy, like I always did? So on that day, my alarm rang, I ignored it. Actually, I was already awake because I didn't sleep. And then um, I didn't hit the button. I didn't feel like expressing any form of prayer. I didn't feel like doing anything. Then later, another alarm rang. And this alarm is like maybe get ready to start getting out of the house kind of thing. You know, I had stages. I had different alarms for different things, stages of getting myself and my children out of the house. At that point, I looked at my phone and I thought, oh, my goodness, time had gone. And here I was, panic. It was chaos. So I had to quickly go over, children, children, wake up, wake up. And so I got them ready. Um, okay, all right. And then I put the food on the hob. I was making them some porridge. I put it on the hob and I was trying to get them sorted, get them dressed and ready for school. So we got them ready. Um, and while I was doing that, I, I went and took the food off the hob, poured it in the, into their plates, set it on the table, and then was dressing them up. By the time they finished, they went back, ate, and I now rushed in, had my quick shower, got dressed, and started loading things onto the buggy, which I was going to push. And of course, attaching the, um, I don't know if mothers, you remember this, when you have a younger child and an older child, sometimes you could have a double buggy, but sometimes you can actually have a ride on board. I had a ride on board and I just clipped it to the end of the buggy. So children, all right, hats, gloves, um, scarf, and coat, off we went. So I put my son in the buggy and my daughter stood on the board. Now, this was something we had to do outside because where we lived had some stairs inside. So, um, of course, my daughter wouldn't be riding on the board with that. So I did it right outside and started pushing. Guess what? It was snowing. And on the way to school was um, a bit of a hill. You go up the hill and then down a very, very steeply slope. So here I was, it was snowing. So I put the rain cover over my son. I put my daughter's hood up and we started push. I started pushing. And there, as I moved on and kept going, the snow became heavier. The wind became more. I felt cold, but I couldn't even react to that cold. As I was halfway down the slippery slope that I was guiding myself not to skid onto the main road where cars were. I saw my daughter struggling. So I had to ask her to bend a bit further so I could put the rain cover over her. So I covered her with it and kept pushing. 
And then I thought, did I turn off the hub? Oh, that was panic. I was scared. What do I do? And so I went, dropped my daughter and my son at the at the um, nursery. Thank you very much. And I ran like a headless chicken. Now, thankfully, the lady who owned the nursery allowed me to leave the buggy behind. And when I was picking up, I would pick them up. So I ran like a headless chicken. I had my, my work bag with me. So I couldn't even get back to home to check if the hub was, um, that wasn't the plan. I wasn't planning to go back home. And so I was panicking. But I thought, this place is going to be on fire. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? So here I was panicking. So my day started with a high level of my stress hormone released and even more stress and the hormone was released. That's cortisol, the one I always talk about, was released and I was just getting so frustrated. So rather than just go off to work like I intended to do, I decided to go home, make sure that the hub was switched off and then get to work. Thankfully, it was switched off. I was happy. But then I ran to work and I was late. And then the day did not go as well as I would have wanted it to. But what started it was worry. What started it was anger. What started it was where the low vibration emotions. And that's one reason why you need to take good care of your soul. How do you feel in the morning when you wake up? That's the first part. The second part is, but in everything by prayer and supplication, that's does not mean you go on your knees and put your hands together and close your eyes. That means requesting, asking, listening. Now, whenever you are in a situation, within everything, whether it's a good, a bad, or ugly, whatever that is, and we see a lot of that in motherhood, make sure that you're looking at that supplication, that prayer where you are either asking for something, you are giving thanks, you are um, appreciative, you are concerned, you're asking for guidance. That communication needs to be there because life is not meant to be done alone. Apart from the fact that, yes, it's good to have a community, you also need to have the supreme power. You need to have God in your life to direct you. This just emphasizes that with spiritual, with your well-being, your spiritual well-being is key. In everything, you need to bring that at the forefront. And then it adds something else, a very useful phrase, with thanksgiving. Always remember, gratitude, thanksgiving is such a key ingredient to a blissful life. I'm going to say that again. Gratitude and thanksgiving is such a key ingredient to a blissful life. You need to look at your situation, no matter how bad or good or ugly it might be, and still express thanks. And then the next part now tells you what to do in that prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known unto God. And that's it. You see, that day, I had chaos in my life. I know what I went through and how badly I fared. The moment I switched that and I started to feel the bliss in my life, oh my goodness, the difference was clear. Waking up in the morning, expressing gratitude, 
connecting to the spiritual wisdom of prayer, of meditation, of supplication. Sometimes I'm in silence, I'm listening. Sometimes I'm speaking. But that is such an important thing because when you do that, there is that calm. Your mind is calm. It feels empowered, someone in control. You are making an intentional stance and move in your life. Because before you make a move, you need to have a stance. If you're crippled, overwhelmed, frustrated, rejected, dejected, you're not going to make an, a powerful enough stance. So first of all, you get yourself in that position of, I am not going to worry. I'm going to be confident in who I am and whose I am. And then bringing that prayer and supplication, it uplifts you even further. So this is my message for you today. And that's why I'm preaching today. So yes, today I'm putting on my preaching hat because someone needs to hear this. If only I knew this and really had it ingrained into my system on that day, the moment I started to fluster and flap around, the moment I started getting frustrated, I would have just stopped and brought myself back to the basics. You need to remember not to worry. The key takeaway points in this session, do not worry. You need to, in everything, have prayer and supplication as your means of making your request known. Don't keep quiet. Don't be that martyr suffering in silence. And the third thing, make sure you're doing this with thanksgiving. It's so important. So moms, make sure if you're not yet subscribed to this, please go ahead. Download this. You probably need to listen to it more frequently. You need to share it with someone. Go ahead and share. And please, we would like to know how this impacted you, how this message was able to change your life or impact you in some way. So please do let us know. Leave a review and click on the notification so that when next we have another episode, you will be notified and you will not miss out. I am Dr. Duny, and you can get more information, the show notes and the templates I'm going to have described in this um, section and in this um, session of um, the show, all those templates that I talked about, all the, the useful nuggets, you have them in the show notes. You can get that in the you using the URL www.drduni.com and you will be able to get in contact with me. We will be able to interact and I would love for you to join our community as well. So we've got a community for mothers. Please go ahead. I'll put the link below and where you'll be able to join and be empowered with inspirational messages, empowering talks and tools and strategies that you can use on a daily basis. I am Dr. Duny, a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. You are an awesome mom and you can do this. Continue to be well because 
you know you can. 